Hello, welcome to Daughters of Eve. I am Allison and I am here with Ella and Bertie. And today we are going to, I guess this is going to be kind of like more of an introduction episode. So in this episode, we're going to be kind of introducing ourselves and our interests, things like that, maybe even talking about our Narnian title. Um, But this podcast series is basically just going to be us having a casual conversation as friends. You're going to probably hear a lot about like Narnia because we all met through Narnia. Um, So you're going to hear a lot about like Narnia and just our faith in general because we're all Christian, of course. So that's just kind of things that we feel like we're drawn towards that we want to share and we have a lot to say. So I feel like that would be something that I don't know, would just be interesting to talk about because I feel like we could talk for hours about stuff like that. Um, also, um, we're, I don't know, I think just literature in general is something that we all have like a passion towards, yeah. even like writing as well. So I feel like it's something that we'll be talking about a lot, like not only just Narnia, but probably like C.S. Lewis and Tolkien and like, you know, maybe even the Little Woman series, stuff yeah. like that. Um, just things that we really are into, right? <laughs> that I feel like we're 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 just drawn towards and I feel like connect us as like friends which I think is just awesome so yeah that's just kind of the overall gist of like the Daughters of Eve podcast series um I'm Allison but I guess my Narnian title would be Queen Allison the Truthful because my name meaning well it has English origins it was really hard to figure out like where my name came from though like Allison (laughs) I, I was like, one thing said Germany, one thing said France, one thing said like England. So I was like, I don't know. So <laughs> I just kind of looked to see which one I liked, like, I don't know, of like the way that they were describing it. And I was like, okay, I really like the English origins of my name and like just the way that like they described it and how it came. I don't know how it came about. Like I know back then, like Allison used to be like a common like last name in certain cultures or whatever but it was with two l's and that's why my mom named me it like with one l because she was like okay like i don't want people to think that i'm like taking someone's like last name or whatever so but like the one l version like does have a lot of like english origins and i thought it was really interesting like how it meant like truthful and noble and i felt like those were very like narnian latinists to me so i was like okay Queen Alice and the Truthful, like, or even the Noble would, I don't know, that just kind of has a good ring to it to me. So that's just my Narnia title. And I guess in terms of interest, I don't know. I like pen paling. I have seven pen pals, actually. Like a lot of them are in the country, but like I have two out of the country. Like one is Ella, of course. Um, I also have one in Italy. So that's pretty cool. Um, And I just recently kind of got into calligraphy. I'm not that good at it, but it's it's something I like doing, honestly. Um, and then I also like learning songs on the piano in my free time. And I like reading a lot and writing a lot. I like writing more than reading. Honestly, it depends on my mood, but those are just kind of my overall interests. And of course, I have this great obsession of tea. I drink about <laughs> two to three cups a day. <laughs> and so that's just something that I've, I've always kind of liked, but I just have liked even more recently. But yeah, that's just kind of a little bit about me and my interests. So, yeah. Um, so I'm Ella, and I don't know what my Narnian title is, I've just looked up what my name means, and in English, apparently it means light, but then in German it can mean all or other, so I don't think those two work that well. <laughs> I'm gonna go with light, or something to do with light, like, I feel like Queen Ella the Luminous doesn't really work that well, I feel like it makes yeah. me like a star. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, something like that. I'll see if I can think up something better. Yeah. And then in terms of, I also like pen paling. I have three pen pals, one of which is Ali, as she's just said. <laughs> I also like, and I like to think I'm quite good at it. And I've been, but I've been doing it for quite a while. I've had lots of practice. Mm-hmm. I, I do like writing, but I don't really like writing like stories or poems and writing like journal entries and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, what else do I like? 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's mostly it for now. I like travel, but that's, I don't know if that counts as a hobby. So, yeah. Um, hi, I'm Birdie, and I have no Narian title as well because <laughs> I can't come up with one at this point. I've considered multiple, and I literally just had, like, I said, like, I came up with one, like, a really long time ago, and I kind of just take it back with at this point, mm-hmm. and I just have no idea what, what my Narian title is at this point. Right. Um, I find it actually really interesting because I also like, I also like calligraphy probably less than you guys do, mm-hmm. uh, either of you, because I don't, like, I more just, like, doodle it when I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> during school. Um, but I do like calligraphy. Um, and also reading. So, uh, I like reading and editing, of course, because mm-hmm. that's fun. But I like yeah, making poetry and writing a lot and just discussing things that are like <laughs> like political or philosophical as well. Yes. <laughs> Even though I hate politics at the same time as I love it. Like I don't love politics but I like discussing it so I guess that would be considered an interest for me. Yeah. Uh, but definitely philosophy. I like philosophy a lot. <laughs> which too. probably goes along with uh, political <laughs> yeah, I think it would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. So I guess, hmm, should we state like what our favorite Narnia character is or kind of how we got to know each other? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, well, do, do you want me to explain it or? Um, I, I guess we could just like kind of like... <laughs> Someone can start, and we can all just like just kind of like add in, or whatever. Yeah, just turn it into right. like a normal conversation. <laughs> Definitely, yes. yeah. So, like, I know we all met through Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Like, see, I remember like knowing Birdie a little bit. Like, Birdie and I were actually planning on doing a live before I did go yeah. with Instagram. <laughs> so I was like so excited about it, and I remember following Ella and her following me. I just didn't really like get to know her very well. Um, but then when I was, like, announcing that I was most likely getting off of Instagram because of their privacy policies that I didn't really entirely agree with, um, like, Ella was like, yeah, I- I'm getting off too, like, and so, um, it was kind of cool because I was like, oh, this is great, and so I ended up, like, you know, starting a little online community with Ella, and then, um, our friend Rachel ended up joining us. Um, and then Birdie ended up joining us. So then now we just kind of like talk and now like, I don't know, we just share posts with each other and stuff like that. So that's really fun. But yeah, we all met through like Instagram, but I think yeah. we really got to know each other through like Miwi and stuff, which has been great, honestly. I really like having the small little community though. Like, yeah. it's great, no, honestly. I also like how since we're all Christians, it's like literally just like, we're all just like kind of like, giving like asking for prayer requests yes or just like kind of just discussing god in general it's just like it literally makes it such like a like i don't know it just it literally just feels like this small like friend group of uh i don't know like a prayer circle right like narnia as well yeah in general yeah i really like that as well because i don't have like i have like one main friend in like my personal life but many other people really good to have prayer requests or anything so i really like that i can mm-hmm. ask you or talk yeah. to you same yeah yeah no i yeah it's just it, it's just awesome to be able to like know like where to go if you need prayer requests i guess definitely like it's just really nice yeah i i remember when you decided to get off of instagram i was like Oh no, my like, like I was like, cause like I hadn't, I hadn't like, I didn't know you very well at that point. Uh-huh. Like I hadn't met you right. because you had done a live stream and because I had replied to your Instagram story. Right. And I was like, I was so excited to get to know you. I know. <laughs> so, I was too. Like, so I was like, so I was like upset. So then I was like, I like I wasn't upset, but I was like, yeah, like sad, I guess. But uh-huh. I was like ready to go on Miwi. Uh huh. 
Um, so I was excited about that. I don't exactly remember. I remember. I don't exactly remember when I met you, Ella. I remember. I do remember seeing your username and being like, "That is an awesome username." Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> like, the Centaur so is just cool. like the bomb diggity. It is. Um, and I re- also remember I hadn't followed you for at least like probably at least two weeks after you joined because Mm -hmm. I think I was just like really stressed with school so like really when it comes to like going through like social media for Mm me when it comes to like when I'm busy with school it's just like I'll see something I want to do and I'm just like okay I'll go through my feed later or I'll follow these accounts later so I don't exactly remember when it was that I followed you but I do remember just being like that username is the best. I yeah. Follow her. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was for me because you from the beginning. And I remember because I was like following you on my personal before I made my Narnia account. So then I you. Um, like I didn't know you, but like mm-hmm. when I made my Narnia account, you were one of the ones I followed straight away. Mm-hmm. And you did like a live with somebody, and I don't remember who it was. And I like commented or something on the live which is how I think you recognized my name and then it was that evening you came back on my first post and that was when you followed me but I don't remember who the live was with and then you um <laughs> that was when but then we never really spoke at all until you came on to Miwi and that was when we like started talking right oh, okay okay because I think I remember that I think okay wait was it like my was it was was it with anyone because I do were you there no you wouldn't have been there at my first live because I feel like it was really late in our time difference wouldn't mm-hmm. make sense then so it was probably my second live with Abby in Neffable Narnia right would that be oh, it probably. I have definitely watched one with you but I, with you and her but I don't know if that was a same like I used to like always watch them back when you when like people in the US did them like late I would yeah. like watch them back because obviously time difference right. so I don't yeah. know if I watched back or if I actually watched that one at the time mm-hmm. oh. Okay, I think I like, I feel like that that would make sense because I would have been like, like, because I had already seen your name and been like, that is such a cool username. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like, oh, well now I've like talked to her. So I should definitely just like jump in and like, like say like, you know, like go and like, I don't know, make friends with her, which I guess I, if I didn't talk very much, then I probably hadn't like, was more waiting to start talking. Yeah. (laughs) like how I feel when it comes to like like when I'm late to like welcoming somebody to the fandom I'm just like after I'm like I'll start commenting on their edits mm-hmm. and like start like basically making friends so yeah that could have been one <laughs> right. I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like I didn't really know either of you that well until we moved over to me mm-hmm. yeah I've spoken to you Ali like a little bit when we were policy and all that but we hadn't really right. spoken before that. No. I feel like I didn't really like talk to anybody when yeah. we when I was like through Instagram yeah. like I talked to people a lot more after we moved over like I talked to Rachel a little bit that was just because she's like so welcoming like she, she welcomed like, all the new accounts yeah she was the one yeah. who welcomed me first and it was like the sweetest thing ever and I was like she's so nice and she would always just kind of like check in and I was like she's she's so great I love her it was really cool I, and I she made me feel like I could possibly like reach out to other people and I, always, I also thought it was, like, really sweet because, like, I was sharing something. I think it was, like, about the mugs that I was painting or whatever for my friends for Christmas. And then Birdie was like, oh, my gosh, this is so sweet. I love how you talk about your faith. And that made my day because I was, like, again, I was a little, like, nervous about talking about my faith on a fan account because I was, like, you know, are people going to give me yeah. hate and stuff? Am I, is that something I really want to experience on here or whatever? And I was, like, you know what? I don't really care anymore. And so that... And I really needed to hear what Birdie said about that, though, because I was like, oh, my gosh, it's the sweetest thing ever. And that's when I really knew I wanted to, like, get to know her because I was like, okay, like, she's a Catholic, you know, like. Yeah, no, I was like, I was just like, like going through, like, I was going through my Instagram stories at, like, some point in the day, just like, I went through yours. And I was like, wow, I enjoyed every single slide of this Instagram story. Because I was like, in one slide, you're like talking about Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah. And the other slide, you're also talking about Sarah Sparks being like one of my favorite music artists. Right. So it was just like, I I have to like, tell her how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. 
that like sorry. made my day because I was like nobody like really like ever like comments about that kind of stuff though it's always like Narnia related things and I was yeah. like and I'm like do, do people even really want to hear anything about my personal life if this is just like a Narnia fan account right so I was uh-huh. like but I felt like if, I don't know I felt like I could share things on there that I couldn't share on my personal account because it just felt like my personal account like started becoming like this place where like I don't know only people I kind of knew or whatever from like the homeschool homeschool group and stuff like I don't know it just was a really weird atmosphere honestly and I felt like I couldn't be myself and that everyone was fake on there but there were certain Uh people like on Instagram that I was encountering like that had fan accounts you know that were Christian or Catholic and you know all that kind of stuff that I felt like oh my gosh like this is really cool and I felt like it's not something I should have been ashamed of because like if you think about Lewis and Tolkien like Lewis was like a, a Christian and then you know and he converted but like Tolkien was a Catholic and like I just thought that was like so cool and I don't know like I was like the fact that he's they, they were both able to like just kind of share that with other people um I don't yeah. know that made me feel like I should too like I feel like it's kind of part of being like you know a fan of Tolkien and Lewis is just like being able to talk about your faith like I feel like that's so important yeah I actually feel like that's partially like that's like like I mean like they're like we have like we have like multiple like different religions on the fandom yeah I think because we have like because we have Christianity being like because we have Christian morals Mm -hmm. being like the base at the base of the fandom yeah I feel like everybody is like super super nice on there and like I've like I've been on there for like been in the fandom for like five like it will be five years in the summer Mm -hmm. and that will be and that's like and I've been like sharing my faith for like most of the time. Yeah. It's like basically. And I only like got one hate message ever. And like and it wasn't even from anybody in the fandom. Yeah. So it, like it and it was a mean hate message and all. But it right. was like it was it was like because I guess because everybody's just like like I mean I I I'm friends with like so many people who are like whether they're atheist, Catholic, Christian, it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's just like there's the basis of the christian morals which i think which i think allows everybody to like kind of have like this like i don't know like if it comes like when it comes to like christianity in the fandom i i my guess would be that the majority of the fans are christian yeah i feel like i feel like i feel yeah, honestly, I feel like out of all of the fandoms, like, it's almost like, it, or not expected, because there are a lot of, like, Christians there as well. Mm-hmm. states that you're a Christian, people aren't going to, like, come at you or anything because it's almost because of the morals within the books. They're like, yeah, have a problem yeah. with it. Like, they respect that. Like, even if they're not a Christian, it's like they almost respect that because they realise, oh, you know, the Narnia books yeah. have Christian morals, right? So, cause yeah, it's like, I feel like it's more likely that you're going to I feel like it's more likely that you're going to find a Christian on there like, like, mo- like I feel like it's more likely that everybody's like, ba- basically everybody's a Christian. Again, anybody's welcome to love Narnia. Yeah. It doesn't matter what religion. Or, right. But like, I feel like Christian, like Christians I feel like that's the most common uh, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like everybody, it's like, it, I mean, it's just like such a welcome space <laughs> for Christians, which, which Christians do get a lot of hate it's outside true. of like on other area in other areas. Right. Yeah. yeah. Other fandoms. Like how what about fandoms for you guys? Have you guys joined any other fandoms? Um, like I was a part of like a few like K pop fandoms at one point, like I wanna say like last year and maybe like a year before that. Like I was I was a pretty hardcore K pop fan for two years and it was a really, really toxic environment honestly and that's one of the reasons why I decided to not be a fan anymore um Mm -hmm. like I have a lot of reasons why I decided not to be a fan anymore just for personal reasons and stuff just because I didn't really agree with some of the stuff in the Korean culture like the way that they were treating the members and such like I thought Mm -hmm. that was really disrespectful um and I was like I don't want to give these companies money because I feel like these companies like don't deserve money because they're not really good companies if that makes sense and and Uh there were some fans that were like really mean that I encountered and just were I don't know were kind of hateful and you know weren't very Christian at all and I just felt like that's not what I wanted to be a part of like Uh I felt like in a way I was kind of drifting away from my faith but like 
you know, rediscovering Narnia, like I want to say like October, early October, like, I don't know, I'm telling you, it did something, but like, <laughs> it's changed me for good, honestly, like, yeah, I feel like that was my one hardcore thing, like, of course I liked Percy Jackson and other books and things, like I was a part of kind of little fandoms like that, I was yeah. really, really into like the Maze Runner series and the fandom, um, I, I love the movies too, just like the actors are really great and they portray the characters really well, um, but I feel like, I don't know, Narnia hits way different than anything ever has, and I feel like yeah. it's really hard to like explain that. Yeah, different as well. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, just the whole atmosphere is yeah. so different like than other fandoms, which is great. Yeah. How about you, Ella? Did you, do you have, like, or join any other fandoms or... You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm like at, would say I'm actually like part of them because I've never made like any fan accounts or anything for any of these mm-hmm. things. But there was a time. Well, actually, I mean, I sort of. I mean, I've given up Instagram for Lent, so I haven't been on for ages. But um, what, yeah. like I still um followed um like a few Lord of the Rings accounts and a few Merlin accounts, but like not loads of them. Like not so many that they're overtaking my personal that I have to make a Narnia, like a separate account for them, like I did for Narnia because it was right. just, I would like only, basically only follow, because yeah. like on my personal I was so strict of like who I let me and who I was following, that like the people I knew, that basically everyone was like yeah. Narnia account, so I was like I need to make a separate account for all this. Right. <laughs> but I don't, I, like, I never really got into them, so I can't really say I knew what the fandom was like in that sense, because mm-hmm. it was all like never only that they were just like one or two accounts that i really liked like spread yeah. amongst the Narnia ones mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense i feel like with phantoms I, I like okay so narnia is like the phantom that i joined the like only phantom i feel like that i joined sort of kind of joined the Adam Green Gables fandom but because Adam Green Gables <laughs> is basic like with a fandom with the fandom it's like uh it's like you there's like the few 1985 series mm-hmm. uh, accounts or book accounts um like Anne of Green Gables books uh and then it's Anne with an E which I don't watch I won't watch I'm not kidding um, either <laughs> um I haven't like I don't like and I don't like I don't think it was a good adaption like also so like I don't know but it's kind of interspersed so yeah um, so it's a very small fandom, but like there are really nice people in the fandom itself. Right. But I don't like it, it wasn't really a big fandom, so it wasn't exactly like joining a fandom, especially just talking to some people. Yeah. Um, and then the little I've made a little woman account, which mm-hmm. is technically joined like joining a fandom, but mm-hmm. I don't follow anybody because I don't know anybody to follow because it's so, like no like there are plenty of editors for Little Women. Yeah. But, uh, there aren't, I feel like there aren't any, they're not, there's not a lot that is of just solely Little Women accounts. Mm-hmm. So I thought, like, hopefully, though, there will, like, hopefully there is, there is a community on there that I haven't found yet. Yeah. But I'm still enjoying that. Um, so those are, like, fandoms that I joined, but as in, like, fandoms, them, like, fandoms, like, I guess the term fandom is complicated, but, yeah. <laughs> like, as in other, like, extremely things I'm, extremely obsessed with <laughs> that would be Little Women and Narnia mostly right. and then there's like just like little like the things I like a lot or right. love yeah. I'm extremely obsessed with yeah, I have to say like for me that I feel like since like, like more of a Narnia I've also gotten more into Lord of the Rings like I first like yeah. the fact that I now understand so much more about Lewis and Tolkien's like friendship and all of the like right. religious imagery within Lord of the Rings and stuff that I just didn't know was there until I started looking mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. And I feel like that's made me such a like bigger Lord of the Rings fan because of how much of a Narnia fan. I feel like it's almost it's almost like disrespectful because I'm such a big Lewis fan. I can't like leave Tolkien behind because of how great friends they were. <laughs> like I have it's to always true, honestly. Yeah. Like of course yeah. Lewis is always gonna be like top and like that bit better but I still feel like I have to like almost right. keep it together yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like the religious the religious like it, the religiousness I, I don't know what word I'm looking for here <laughs> but the, uh, religion in uh, the Lord of the Rings I don't know much about but like I feel like it, like I, I heard one thing which tell me if I'm wrong 
because uh, like I think you probably know more about this than me but I heard that uh, I heard that all the female characters in the Lord of the Rings are bla- based off of uh, Mary mother of God I was wondering that That's too true. like I heard something about that too based off and I'm like yeah. kind of thinking the same thing based off of their personalities like certain like elves yeah. and stuff like, is it, like, like what is it like is that true I, or is I it, haven't like, what is it about I mean I haven't heard that be because I'm looking like wrong places almost because at the time I didn't realize oh, Tolkien okay. was Catholic uh-huh. one I didn't realize Tolkien was Catholic two at the time uh-huh. in the okay. industry, I didn't understand Mary as much as I do now either I what I right. do with it was Gan aragorn represent like the three um like points of jesus so um aragorn is king fro is oh oh my gosh i didn't know that and then gan is like um i can't even remember what they are now but apparently they like his like, so cool. like oh, three so four like king... wait the king priest and, and... yeah so um oh. So, yeah, Aragorn is king, and then Gandalf, I think, is priest, and then Frodo is the other one. But I can't remember. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I don't, I don't remember the name also, but, it, like, I was hearing about that in a theology class. Like, not about Lord of the Rings, but, like, hearing the, like, learning about, like, the three, the three, uh, I don't know what the name is, but those three yeah. in, in a theology class. Man! That is so cool. I didn't even know that. Like, I always kind of thought that Gandalf was a Christ-like figure. Like, I've always thought that. Like, I always kind of like this. Okay, he's the one who's kind of pulling them out of prophet. all the trouble. And yes. I don't know, but like the third one is prophet. I've just looked it up. So I'm not. Oh yeah. It, I sense. don't know which way around. It, is. it might be that Gandalf's the prophet and Frodo's the priest. But Aragorn's definitely the king. Okay. I'm not sure which way, yeah. but I know they're supposed to represent like the three. I guess. I guess. Mm. I guess would would um. Would Frodo be the priest in the sense that he is the one doing the sacrifice? Yeah. That would make sense. Okay. That's so that's, that's so cool. really cool. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the religious the religious uh attributes in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like I literally did not like I literally did not like probably read the books as like as like, you know, like understanding mm-hmm. it as much as I should have. Um Yeah. But like to like digest like all the different uh religious or like just the different like underground air er- like area like symbol like not symbolisms mm-hmm. i'm still like I'm, i was learning about the whole like uh the whole like whether or not tolkien used allegory yeah kind of it's so controversial he said he didn't but then yeah he kind of did and then yeah. Like, based off of even what Joseph Pierce is saying and further up and further in, it kind of sounds yeah. like he, he did. But it was, like, the way he thought... It was, like, a thought, different type. It was a different type, right. He, like... He would hate, like, the type that was used in Narnia or used in, like, the Pilgrim's yeah. Progress. because he right? thought it was way but, too like, obvious. Like, he yeah. hated how obvious everything was in the Narnia books. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't like that because he buried everything so so deep in the Lord of the Rings yeah. habit, um, which I think is amazing. It's a good skill to have. But I just like I remember like the first time I read Lord of the Rings, I didn't realize there was any of this like stuff in it. It wasn't until afterward, and I like started yeah. researching. I was like, well, if Lewis has put all this stuff in here, it's like there must be something in Lord of the Rings. And then I like, started looking for it, and then I was like reading all these articles, uh-huh. and it was like explaining where it is and I was like oh now I can see it but I didn't actually notice any of it when yeah. I was first reading it like I had to go back right. and someone else found it for me and then I just double checked it yeah that's so cool but now that I know it's there yeah. it like makes me love them even more mm-hmm. it's really really special honestly like I think that the fact that Tolkien was able to bury it so deep that even people like even Christians and stuff reading it for the first time like if they didn't know like they would probably just go along yeah. and be like oh, okay like it's a fight between good and evil and of course like good always wins right which was something like I always knew like growing up like my dad like would read Lord of the Rings to us before bed and like cool. and I always thought that was really cool um and I don't know, like, even though I never, like, finished the books or anything, I always thought it was, like, so cool. And I always knew it was, like, 
religious i didn't really know a lot of like the symbolism though i haven't really taken the time to go deep yet just because i find it really hard to read tolkien's works i just i don't know yeah because same. i just like how straightforward lewis is and i feel like i don't know it just works better for me as an individual just for reading and stuff in general but i don't know mm-hmm. yeah that kind of that, like like you like knowing like the religious uh you knowing the religious uh the relig- like that there was religion mm-hmm. in Lord of the Rings and that you didn't necessarily recognize it. Yeah. Like for me, that kind of just reminded me of for Narnia and me. I remember it as a like a really little girl just knowing that uh C.S. Lewis was a Christian mm-hmm. and that he used Aslan as like so like direct symbolism there with like Aslan with the resurrection. Right. And all. But I like even though I like hadn't like read the books but been told about it mm-hmm. um I just remember thinking how like awesome that wasn't just sitting yeah. there like I remember just sitting in front of the tv and just being like yeah that, that's a really cool guy that sees that awesome yeah. man <laughs> yeah I feel like I feel like I'm the same like for me I knew before reading them that it was in there and like, I knew what to look uh-huh. out for mm-hmm. whereas with Lord of the Rings yeah. I had no idea that it was in there so I wasn't looking out for it and then it wasn't uh, until afterwards yeah. that I was like, oh, maybe there could be something. And that's what I started to find it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with, with Narnia, I already uh, I feel like there. I should look into this now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like I need to look into this now because I feel like that would just be extremely awesome. Yeah. Also, I want to learn anything and all about any symbolism, or not symbolism, any religious attributes with, uh, attributes, religious attributes, I don't know what I'm saying, but religion and Eowyn. Yeah. Because I love Eowyn so much, and she's literally one of the, like, main, main, like, characters, or just, like, topics mm-hmm. that I've taken from The Lord of the Rings, and kind of just been like, I love this character right. <laughs> so much. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's just, yeah, now I need to learn about anything that has to do with her and religion because that would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? I'm pretty sure Joseph Pierce has a book where he talks about, like, um, Tolkien and, like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah! There's one called Frodo's Journey, so, like, those those are probably really good resources because, I mean, as I'm reading, like, further up and further in, I, he really knows his stuff. He really does his research. Yes! I think, <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, it's amazing. It's crazy, but... Yeah, for me personally, it was kind of like the other way around. I knew there was a religious symbolism in Lord of the Rings growing up, and I kind of always knew that, and I could sort of pick out some of it. Um, but like, of course, I didn't go like deep or anything because I never really read it. I've seen the movies and stuff, and I remember watching that with my family and my dad reading it to us. But like for me, like Narnia wasn't a big part of my childhood, and like I don't even remember watching like. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, or Prince Caspian growing up. I only remember uh-huh. watching Voyage of the Dawn Treader, which is sad because it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that needs to be I remember making fun of Voyage of the Dawn Treader before being into it, which is like actually kind of a problem because like Voyage of the Dawn Treader is it's just a not a good adaptation. Yeah, but like compared to the others, it's not. So my older like my older siblings would be like would say like ah. Uh, they would be they would compare that move like the voyage of the dawn treader with the others so i was immediately judgmental of it mm-hmm. so then when i was like watched it and became a fan of it mm-hmm. i was like wow the voyage of the dawn treader isn't that bad like it's not the any worse like not like much worse i should say yeah. uh than the others because i still recognized it wasn't as good Definitely. Um, but then reading the narnia books then it was just like okay yeah it's also just really bad never mind i feel like really bad yeah and i didn't know that i mean i feel like, <laughs> i feel like it's a good a good um film but not a good adaptation if you like yeah. pretend it's nothing yeah. to do yes. with the book yes, it's fine and then remember that it's to do yes. with the book and suddenly it has all of these problems <laughs> And you're like, oh yeah. no. Like because it's like then you actually get like like I feel like when you compare the adapt like the book in the movie, it's like like if you just look at it as, as a movie, you still have so much substance from the book and it's just like, wow, there's like there this this movie is really great. This moral is really great. Look at like all these things that are just awesome in here. Look how encouraging and what an adventure this is. And then you read the book and it's like, wow, that was literally only a reflection of what this like it's exactly. just like a blurry reflection of that. <laughs> yeah. 
and I felt like they left out some of like the most crucial things too yeah and and I feel like there wasn't as much religious symbolism in Voyage of the Dawn Treader like the the film like I just didn't and that also kind of made me a little upset okay I've kind of like I've I've like I feel like I have a lot of respect actually for like like, some of the religious symbolism in Voyage Mm -hmm. of the Dawn Treader because like there's like the like not all of it or anything but like as like we were me and you Ella were talking about Mm -hmm. uh Eustace scene, which it isn't, I totally agree that it isn't, it isn't as good as the book, but the way that they adapted it, I feel like you can still see a lot of the religious symbolism there. Do you guys? Yeah. Like, but, like that's like, Yeah. We were actually, like, this is what we were talking that. about, like, a few weeks ago, but, um, for me, it's the, it's the undragoning. Yeah. The fact that in the, um, book, they make it, it's, they, Lewis, makes it so clear that, um, like Eustace was trying yeah, to take yeah. the skin off and trying and he kept getting it off but it kept coming back and it wasn't until he had Aslan's help that he was able to get it off and change. In the film it's just like some yeah. magical lion comes along, scrapes him and it just He's leaves. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like it doesn't make it clear that Eustace has tried on his own first and has to submit to Aslan's help. Yeah. 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 I feel like I feel like they do it for like a split moment, which is like maybe if they should, maybe they could have gotten. I, I don't know if this would how cool this would have looked, but like maybe they could have done like him getting like a layer of it off or something like that. That would have been cool. And then it yeah. Been more. Because all he does is he just like know. scratches himself, right. and then it's like done. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of problems. Like I have a lot of problems. Yet still a lot of love for the adoption of Eustace and Voyage because Will Poulter was magnificent and then at the <laughs> yeah. same time it's like you hardly get to see Will Poulter at all <laughs> yeah because he's because most of it is a dragon it's like... yeah yeah it's true it is true which it's... is sad oh. man I yeah. mean Eustace like and I feel like I feel like that was something that I was like like very early on in like getting to know some of like the fandom just like realizing like now i feel like eustace actually gets a lot of more love maybe i'm off about that but Mm -hmm. i feel like he gets a lot of love now um Mm -hmm. still underrated but a lot of love (laughs) definitely Um, but he i feel like in the beginning i would like hardly ever see anybody liking eustace and it was like it was like obvious that the reason that people did not like eustace as much was because of the film adaption or at least i felt it was very obvious yeah and it was like really it really annoyed me because eustace yeah is magnificent even though that's peter's title yeah. but whatever <laughs> it's true like my mom said that she my mom said that she never liked Eustace because of the way that like he is in the film, and I was, oh. I was kind of like, okay, that's just that. See, so like what you were saying is kind of like true. Like I think it's just the way that they portrayed him. Yeah. Like okay, I think that's sad that like such a character that went through such a great like character development, like. I don't know. Like yeah. he has such a great character arc. Like I feel like he deserves to be recognized more. Like of course Edmund went through a great character arc and like great, you know, character yeah. development. And everybody recognizes that and everybody loves him. But I feel like when it comes to like Eustace and other characters that go through a lot, they kind of get overlooked upon, I guess. Yeah. I think I don't know if it's just because of the movie. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with the movie adaptions, which is sad, honestly. Definitely. Because there's so much more. But like Yeah, and I yeah, feel like that, in the movie he spends me. way too long as a dragon, so you don't get to see enough of him post dragon. Exactly. Whereas with Edmund, you get to see like the whole of Prince Caspian and Dawn Trigger. Once he's changed, so yeah. you actually get yeah. to know him yeah. as a changed because you don't see yeah. you see so much more of him changed than you do before whereas with Eustace you see mm-hmm. more of him before because we never got yeah. silver chair than you do after so then everyone's like right. oh they only yeah. think of him as the yeah. before they forget he's had this change that's who he actually is now they forget right. that he's, yeah yeah I feel it's, it's sad Eustace's redemption is like my favorite my favorite like because like okay I have like an obsession sort of with the whole like like love like love like for love for god to be able to do things it sometimes involves pain and maybe that's yeah like just trying to cope with pain or something like that just being like no that like, i totally like, get I'm that i'm obsessed with this because god uses pain for me or something like that yeah but he but like i literally am like sort of obsessed with like having for like 
for uh for Eustace to be able to become who like for God to be able to redeem Eustace, he needed to actually go through some pain, which I feel yeah. like and that was because of his own like hardened heart. You know? Yeah. So I feel like that like I'm sort of obsessed with that. So like when people don't recognize the beauty in that because of the adoption, I'm like, adoption, why did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that bothers me too is the way that they portray Edmund in the Voyage of the Dawn Treader film too. Uh, like I, I can't stand that because I feel like that's not what he's like at all. Like that bothered me so much. And there was like okay. so much. I noticed. I feel like I more noticed that the Prince Caspian adaptation of of Edmund. Though I really actually love it. I love that adaptation of Edmund. He, that's my favorite. I, but at the same it, time, it, he's not. Yeah, like, because he's so like. It's like you get to see like the like the. Uh, the graver man than Peter attitude can, in him, um, yeah. But it's not it's not correct to the book. So I'm just yeah, like, yeah. Because in the book, he's I mean he's more he's more childish still in a way. Mm-hmm. Like he he's still learning to mature. He's still learning to change. But I feel like in the movie, he's just like oh I'm back. I'm a, yeah. I'm a I'm I'm gonna kick butt kind of character, yeah. which I think is cool and all. But it's just like it almost felt like he should have had more of like a transition between the two yeah especially if they're gonna i don't know especially because he has such like this heavy burden on him all the time like i felt like that movie didn't even reflect that like i don't know that bothers me too i feel like we were talking about this a while ago but what do you think of like the fact they changed the ages like they made the they like I know they made the actors older, but they almost made the characters older as well. Like not only did they use old actors, but they didn't yeah. use make the older actors still like act like they were the children. They made the characters older. Children, yeah. 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 I actually I like okay, I love I love I feel like I will always love the Walden adaptions, no matter how much I hate the certain things that they did. I will always love them because, like, you know, they brought me to Narnia. And, like, I just love them in general. Um, but there's, I, like, I actually really, like, that's one of my greatest desires for the Netflix adaption. Wait, well, my greatest desire is for them to make it well. But one right. of my greatest, like, like, specific things would be that they have the age, the age is correct. Because I yeah. really love with how we have a 12-year-old Peter fighting yeah like that is my favorite thing and i like i like i mentioned this before that like i have like relatives that are like really little and i want those little boys to be able to look up to peter being this 12 yeah. year old this 12 year old fighting battles and i will look up to peter <laughs> as yes being like, I, I love know. you so much i admire yeah. you so much <laughs> and i want i like i want to admire that child like exactly kind of like a david and goliath thing you know yeah yeah definitely yeah i just uh and the thing is it's like i know the actor's age but it's like i i love i feel like i don't know they all did a great job yes but at the same time and we can all agree on that but at the same time i just wish they would have gotten the actors maybe younger like a lot younger because like William was like 21 filming um, Prince Caspian. Was he 21? Um, I'm pretty sure Hannah was 18. Yeah, and it's Anna. Yes, I knew she was like right, like getting out of like, I mean, it, it's, it, that's, it, that's, yeah, so college. she was doing like, her A levels, so that's college, the second right? year of college. Yeah. So, so, like her last oh, year of schooling, okay. like compulsory education, before she would go on to do. Okay, and then she'd be going into yeah, university like, right after. Like she didn't, she wouldn't have to go okay. to uni. Like you don't, you only have to get an education until you're eighteen. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so she was like right out of that, like right about to get out of that, which was kind of a struggle. Yeah. She had to like fly back to England yeah. to take her exams and then fly back to New Zealand again, and she's still. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's still yeah. got three eight stars. Like. I'm just here. I am trying to get three A's to get onto my course. Not filming a major film, like a major movie. That's like <laughs> exactly like how did you? Do it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I think out of all the actors, yes. Anna has to be like my, my favorite though. Like. Oh she's, yeah. Yeah. No, she's I, the best. I feel like Skander's still my favorite. Maybe that's because I had like a celebrity crush at thirteen on him. But I think he's just. I mean, he's like like he's super funny. So I'm just like I've I, always I think loved Skander, but like yeah, 
again, off of that celebrity crush might have been part of the reason for the like the pull of me still loving Scandra so much. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I still love him. He has to be like my favorite male actor, and I would yeah. say like Anna's my favorite female actor. Like that's what I would say. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, but like yeah, because I love how Scandra, even though it's like not. I don't know, the way he portrays Edmund, even though it's not as accurate to the book, I just feel like, I just love the sass that he has, like... I, I feel that, yeah, king. yeah. I call him my sass king, because I'm just kind of like, <laughs> we're the king of sass, because he just, like, oh, especially in Prince Caspian, like, in the movie adaption, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. And the fact that even on Twitter, like, when the cast were kind of, like, you know, tweet each other or whatever like yeah I'm not on there but i've seen it but he, he the fact that he kind of still like acts like edmund in a way too like mm. he's like doing it is just that just makes me so happy it's hilarious honestly it's so <laughs> like, so good so good i love watching so the happy. behind the scenes like yeah. on youtube there's like all the behind the scenes oh, of yeah. them because they like yes. act like real family and like real siblings yeah it's so sweet adorable i just i think that's the sweetest thing ever but what i don't get though is how people yeah. could really ship them like the actors and actresses i never I've could. Actually I always loved how they never none of them ever got in a relation got in relationships with each other like i know that some people like will be like anna and william would be such a cute couple but it's like yeah. it's so much sweeter that like they're like they remain siblings even off screen yeah and (laughs) they're still like that too and i think that's just adorable honestly like Mm -hmm. and that's sweet and the fact that they they have that bond and it's like you don't need like just because like a girl and a guy are friends doesn't mean that they have to like like each other romantically at some point yeah it's just it's so sweet just like seeing them all as like still like like when they see each other again and when William still feels like an older brother to Georgie and it's literally the cutest it's the cutest thing ever like I love watching the um, the thing on Disney Plus one yeah the pop culture yes that thing like yeah the pop culture thing yeah that was adorable and like how like William was like trying to cover like Georgie's eyes and all this kind of stuff. Like that, the fact that they like act like that still when they get together, so, even though they don't get to so together like, that often. I just think that's the sweetest thing ever, yeah. though. Like that shows that they like really bonded. And I feel like Andrew Addison did like an excellent job in making them like mm-hmm. get to know each other and feel like family because I feel like that shows really well on screen. Um, I yeah. have the movie really companions, important. and I'm pretty sure it was in one of those um, that I read that um andrew like from the beginning he'd always put in all the like auditions he would pair anna and will together as peter and susan and so they like right from Mm -hmm. the very beginning he'd like basically already casted them but he couldn't tell anybody because they worked so well together and like they knew each other right from the beginning of the audition process so they like got on really well and and then they added like georgian scandal later but those two especially like knew each other right from the beginning right I, yeah. I I have I have like a like I have like this like behind the scenes or something book or not behind like the making of the film but is the movie the movie companion is it like I I think the I think the one that I have is basically just like kind of talking about like the making of it like whether that be so oh, wait, that this is, is the, the Prince one. Caspian one I know the people <laughs> on the pub can't see but you can oh, <laughs> and then this oh. is the witch wardrobe one. And then they don't have one for, I couldn't find one for Dawn Cheddar, so I've only got these two. But it has like loads of... Really? I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't one. I feel like it's an Andrew type of thing. I feel like it's the kind of thing Andrew would do. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, I love Andrew. And that's probably like a lot based off of the commentaries, which is most of, I feel like in the very beginning of Loving Narnia, I was like reading all the, uh, reading all the interviews like not all of them but like reading a lot of interviews or like watching interviews mm-hmm. and just being obsessed with like a lot of the actors and actresses and i i feel like that like I, most of my love is based off of that time in which i yeah. was like reading and, like and i still like and, like that love has remained because <laughs> i still love them all but like andrew adamson in the in the uh in the what is it called the commentary is literally the sweetest and yeah. the funniest and like him making fun of Skander is the best so yeah <laughs> it's, it's, and like Skander it's awesome. defending himself and I don't know yes. it's like a dad figure to them 
which I think is just adorable because I think they everybody's collectively like making fun of Skander as well. Yeah, it's really it, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, just like looking through here, there's like loads of extra yeah. stuff. Like there's a letter from Will to the casting director, and then there's like a picture that Georgie drew of Tumnus. I don't know if you can see it. <gasps> That's so and they just like. There's like loads of behind the scenes stuff um and there's like anna's diary she like kept a diary during whilst they were on yeah yeah i heard about yeah that. like oh and there's a picture of her with dog but i couldn't find anything anywhere oh i've oh, seen I that before that i think that's the sweetest thing ever <laughs> sarah uh narnia, yes. narnia series 7 she was she posted like parts of the uh diary entries that anna uh-huh wrote and they were so adorable and it was like it was like I like I had like 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 it was just like it was just like so precious I don't know it was it was it was adorable also Jesus was boy when you showed that picture uh that that drawing that uh-huh. reminds me of how James was boy cried Mac boy cried over uh the script right and he, yeah and he was like so excited to play Tumnus because he was because Tumnus was his second favorite character after yeah. Aslan. And um, or something like that. And I feel like I read somewhere, and it might have been in here, but um, something like when they were casting him as Tumnus, um, the Andrew knew straight away that he was the right Tumnus because as soon as he walked in, they had like an like animatronics Aslan in the corner, and he did like the Tumnus walk, went over, bowed to Aslan, and said something along the lines of like "My king" or something, and then did his interview. But like that's how he started the audition. He like, even though that wasn't part of what he was supposed to do, and they were like, we knew straight away that he was the perfect Tumnus. That is awesome. The true Narnia. That's so cool. Yeah. 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 Because I've seen him in different things, and that's one of my, like my mom loves him as an actor too. Uh-huh. So I mean, but like, man, that that's so awesome. I didn't even know that. <laughs> also, that just so showing cool. you all of my Narnia collectibles now. I also have this signed Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe script. Well, you are the boss. And it has like days. It has like extra no, stuff in it as well that isn't like in the film. There's like extra lines and things. And like it has about Mrs. Pevensey oh, being yeah. originally Miriam. Oh, like in here, it has her name as Miriam, but then they changed it to Helen for the real thing. Oh yeah, that is awesome. That's that is so, so cool, awesome. man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I wish I could expand my Narnia collection. I need to. Like Brady, you were mentioning that someone like got. Uh, her husband got her like Ed's torch, yeah. one of his torches, and I was looking for one and I couldn't find one anywhere. And I was like, "This is so sad." I know. I, th- I think I think it's eBay, right? That's like the yeah. prime area to get Narnia collectibles, right? Or just right. collectibles yeah. in general. I feel like yeah. I have. I don't think I have any collectibles. I have like. Uh, I feel like I have, I have merchandise, but I have no, I don't really, I don't, like, I have, like, I, I feel like I have a lot of things that I've made, or I have just, like, merchandise, like, my Narnia necklace or things like that, or bracelets yeah. and things like that, but I don't think I've done, like, a collectibles, which seems super awesome, and be, like, that right I there. I also have this, like, the horse and his boy key ring. Yeah. Oh, where's the camera? And then, that's so cool. Yeah. And the horse and his boy. Wait, that's so sweet. The horse and his boy is the best. What did that's you guys? Cute. The horse and his boy. I honestly like that one because yeah. I just because of the golden age. Um, yeah. The horse yeah. and his boy or the lion which the wardrobe. I feel like the lion which the wardrobe. Wait, I was like because that's what I was trying to rank them the other day actually, and I feel like for me I felt so bad, but lion which the wardrobe was really low. It was like number five or six. It was like really low, and I felt so bad. Uh-huh. But then at the same time, there are so many better ones. <laughs> yeah. I I think that the lion which the wardrobe has like. I feel like I mean I've always, like the like the film brought like was part of like what like the all the films but like that like the line of the wardrobe was part of why I love Narnia like began to love Narnia. Same. Um, That's why it's special to me. Book, I don't have like I guess as distinct memories with like I have distinct memories. I remember finishing it and then running 
to go watch the film after, mm-hmm. uh, which was yeah. super exciting. <laughs> um, but The Horse and His Boy is my favorite as well. And I think The Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe doesn't rank so low for me because, like, it might still be in, like, fifth, but it's not set, I don't think it will be in seventh place. <laughs> um, but, like, I think maybe in fifth as well, but, I, like, I have, like, so much, because, like, after rereading it recently, it was, like, man, this is, like, super intense with, like, like, the theology and, like, mm-hmm. the, uh, just, like, the symbolism and, like, the Aslan and, like, Aslan being, like, like, the resurrection and all of that. Like, I love, I love, uh, I love Easter time, so I feel like that was just, like, Easter. (laughs) I really want to, like, reread it now that it's, like, Easter time. Because I read it before, I read it before Advent, and now I'm kind of, like, I feel like it's good to read during Advent and Lent, because Mm. it's, like, Aslan's on move. Like, that is one of my favorite lines. Like, I love that, and the fact that spring's coming. And then somebody mentioned this, and I, like, I think I remember learning about this at some point, but, like, Lent actually means spring. So I thought, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's from the it it's from the old English know. word Lenten, like, which means springtime. Lent, yeah, Lenten. That's yeah. so cool. So it's, I think that's so cool, wow. and it just makes me feel like, oh yeah, Aslan's on move kind of thing, and I I just love that. It makes me feel like all warm and fuzzy inside, and maybe that's one of the reasons why I love the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe so much, next yeah. to like the nephew, of course. Oh, but it's yeah. like I don't know, like. Yeah, Christian's nephew. I feel like that's that's a high up one for me. I, like what? Like that? That's the same. Is that? I feel both like of you like, being, like a, my a order. I feel like well? I feel like it's my third. It's like my Christian's nephew. I feel like. So uh, this is okay. yeah, not I set know. in stone, so yeah. don't quote me on it, and it's probably going to change like tomorrow. But at this moment in time, I would say Horse and His Boy, <laughs> um, Dawn Treader, Magician's Nephew, Silver Chair last battle which wardrobe prince caspian and i feel so bad putting prince caspian and line which wardrobe so low because prince caspian used to be my favorite i mean i, I had a time when prince caspian was my favorite yeah, and no, now prince i feel caspian. so bad having it so low but all of the others have just grown on me so much but prince caspian has one of my favorite lines in in the entire series it's the one it's the susan line that's like um when she doesn't see aslan she's like i know i could have seen him if i had let myself and it's so much like she knew she just didn't let yeah, herself and if she had if she let herself she could have been a Lucy yeah. like that's what along with the the Aravis line well it's not Aravis it's actually um Quinn but then Aravis says it in like storytelling style the one that's like mistress do not by any means destroy yourself if right. you live you may yet have good fortune all the dead are dead are like like two of my favorite lines yes, yeah. yes. that one is beautiful it's so deep it's so beautiful I love that one I think I think that the Man, I'm losing my train of thought right now. But uh, the Prince Ca- Prince Caspian, that's it. After reading Prince Caspian the first time, I was like, I really liked the book, and I was just like, it was just like, you know, like reading another Narnia book and just being like, this is awesome, you know. But then I got to the point, like this is as like a 13 year old, I got to the point that it was like uh, that Aslan turned like a boy into a bush or something like that. Um, yeah. And, um, I forgot to, like, uh, no, no, I forgot to. <laughs> Gosh. Um, <laughs> when he turned a boy into a bush, I was, like, kind of, like, I'm very, uh, very unsure of my feelings at this point, um, about this book because of that. Yeah. So, I think right. we should probably, we have, we should probably get the, uh, get this podcast yeah. to a close now, so we've right? got like a minute and a half right yeah, <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> i know it sucks that they only give you an hour i think you have to like pay more or something it's kind of like the whole zoom situation gotcha but i guess like okay so this is yeah. very fun in the beginning i feel like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like that was that was lots of fun. I, I feel like we're gonna have a lot to say and like talk about. It's gonna be good. So it just yeah. turns into like a normal conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Except we're just recording it. So. Yeah. So how are we gonna close? Do we have like an outro? I don't know. 
What is a Narnia quote that says goodbye? Well, like, the Narnia oh, way of talking beast point. ones always end oh. with further up and further in. But I feel like that's copying if we just take it from them. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's I like episode. that. <laughs> it really is. I mean, we have 30 seconds to decide. Yeah. <laughs> um, somebody I like the onward and upward for Narnia in the north. Great. Yes. Okay. That one's a good one. That one's a good one. I love that. That is a great way to end it. Definitely. Yeah. That should be the way we end it. Yeah.